Ladies and gentlemen, yes, it's the former Prime Minister, Scott Morrison. They might see all over the newspaper, all the news stations, they're all squawking on about, oh, he's made himself an ex- a secret member of this. And, and the guy was in charge and uh, is the Prime Minister because... He's the, he's the best of them all. The other ministers are under him. I don't really understand what all this hoo-ha's about. Brooklyn tried to explain it to us. It felt like something that ScoMo could easily have done and obviously did it. And, yeah, uh, I mean, it was all during COVID, which was pretty crazy times It was an then. emergency procedure. It was all crazy. But, it was an unprecedented time. But, yeah, there was. Uh, he was doing things that, yeah, prime ministers don't normally do. Yeah, so. well, that's well, they, well, what you're just going to do what they did back in the 1940s? No, we move on. Well, let's find out from the man himself, Mr Scott Morrison's on the phone now. Hello, ScoMo, how are you? Good morning, guys, and congratulations again, uh, Kyle. Oh, thank you, you, sir. You and Tegan on Otto. That, that was wonderful news. Mm. And I saw the pictures. That, they, they looked fantastic. Oh, I know. Oh, very, yeah, I told very you, I told her you messaged through, and she was she was like, really? Like, everyone was stoked. Like, she was <laughs> super impressed. Oh, that's nice. I'm pleased. Yeah, thank I'm you. Pleased. Thank you and your family for that's lovely. Now, what went, what's all? What's everyone in a big, got their well, well, panties think, in a twist over? What is all this? I think you summarised it well. I mean, it was unconventional times. It was incredible. We can sometimes forget, you know, now we're in relatively calmer waters, but the back then things were incredibly intense. I mean, the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, Boris Johnson, almost died one night. Um, and, you know, the, with the scenes that were unfolding in Europe and other parts of the world, um, we did do a, a lot of things that were in some cases um, unusual and in, in many cases unprecedented, like, you know, JobKeeper, the cash flow support, the COVID disaster payments, yeah, the Biosecurity yeah. Act. And, you know, at the end of the day, that all meant we saved 40,000 lives. We got our economy through better than any other developed economy in the world, pretty much. And uh, and we've got one of the highest vaccination rates in the world, which means we can sort of deal with that serious illness and, and um, now um, as a result of the spread that's occurring. So, look, it was an unusual time, and that meant that a prime minister who, at the end of the day, the buck stops with me, and uh, and so the decisions I took was to put in place a safeguard, because I mean, I don't want to get too technical with you, but ministers under our arrangements sometimes have powers that only they can exercise. The right. cabinet can't overrule them. The prime minister can't overrule them necessarily, unless right. they do what I did which was ensure that the Governor-General gave me the authority, where necessary, to step in and take decisions if I needed to do so. Now, thankfully, I didn't have to use any of those powers for COVID whatsoever. Oh, so hang on. So you had the power, but you didn't didn't even use them. them. So what's everyone in a nicky-nara about? What's everyone... It's a good question. There was a very separate issue, but I'm sure many of your listeners would agree with this. There was that uh, PEP 11 project on the, on, off the New South Wales East coast. It was you know, off, um, gas drilling off effectively Avoca Beach. Yeah. And, uh, and that was an issue that I decided that I wanted to make the decision on that as to whether that continued. Now, I didn't have the authority to do that in the way that things were set up, so I sought the power from the Governor-General to be able to make the decision as the Prime Minister, yeah. um, and that was granted. So that was to overrule over that portfolio. To overrule one of your ministers, yeah. yeah. Um, well, he hadn't made a decision, and uh, and I decided to take the decision, and that meant that I had to go through all the proper legal processes, look at all the papers, weigh up all the facts and all the evidence, and come to a decision about whether the lease was extended. Now I decided not to extend the lease. The New South Wales government made the same decision. So if people are saying I shouldn't have used the powers and authority that I could be given under the law to 
you know, to make the decision that I did, which meant that project did not proceed. I'm sure there's plenty of people who are going surfing this morning and this afternoon or going for a swim or enjoying our wonderful East Coast beaches of, of, of New South Wales who are pretty happy about that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when you're Prime Minister, at the end of the day, I was told every day, well, you know, you're responsible for this and you're responsible for that. And everybody was happy to do that. But when I exercised that responsibility by ensuring I could make the right decisions, well, you know, I know it was unusual, but they're unusual times. And, Everyone's um, an I expert in hindsight. Everyone, oh, yeah, oh but... they all have gone. Oh, they've all had plenty of time to think about what they would have. And now, yeah, you did what you thought was right, and I think you always did what you thought was right. But Mr. Right, Morrison, yeah. why didn't you just make it public or like tell all the different he ministers what you were doing? Around doing press releases for the guys running this disastrous. Like he's responsible for a whole country in a disaster. Well, to, to answer the question, I would have had I had to exercise them, and I didn't have to exercise right. them. I but you did use, with the resources portfolio. I did with the resources, and I said that I made that decision as Prime Minister. Have other so, Prime Ministers before you done that, where they've gone in over a specific issue and made themselves the Minister? Um, not, to, not to my knowledge, but you know, people remember that Gough Whitlam swore himself in with Lance Barnard back in 1972 to every single portfolio in the, in the, in the Cabinet. Oh, did he? Um, <laughs> yes, and, and, it is, and, it, and he did that for a period of time until he swore his other ministers in. But, I mean, it is the Prime Minister can swear in any minister to any portfolio any day of the week. And equally, I, I didn't take... I took that decision as Prime Minister who was given specific powers to act under the relevant act. But the key point was these powers of these ministers were not could not be overridden by Cabinet. So Cabinet... Couldn't do anything if the minister tried went to do X and Y. But that's just the way it works, right? Well, you know, but that so the prime minister who wants to make a decision about a really important project shouldn't be able to do that. And at the end of the day, he's the one that people look at every time you go to an election. Yeah, um, we don't he's have responsible the president. for everything that happens. Listen, well, I'm not, sorry, 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 guys. Look, I know what Brooklyn's trying to do. He saw that guy on Channel Nine the other day have a go at the Chinese consulate, and he's thinking this is his big moment. But <laughs> I'm not allowing it. As the prime minister of this show, I'm like myself as the news reader. I like that you come on, Scott. It's nice to hear from you, Scott. Listen, well, I think there's a bit of confusion about it. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of confusion about it, and I understand that government can be complex, and and uh, you know people try and sort of reduce it down to simple things. Things and sometimes that can miss some points and people can get misled. Look, I'm just focusing on doing my job as the member for Cook. I've left the office of Prime Minister. I haven't been day-to-day getting involved in, you know, making criticisms of the government and all that sort of thing. This I've must left be all a breeze, behind. this run and cook must be a breeze yeah, compared to coming you, out of that other... Do you miss part, it, though? Part of the country. Do you <laughs> no, miss being Prime Minister? It, it was an honour. It was a privilege. I'm grateful for what I was able to do um, while I was there. Yeah. But now I've moved on and I'm looking after my local community, spending time with my wonderful girls and Jen and spending some time together. It's been, it was a gruelling almost 10 years yeah. in Cabinet. It was a three good as, run. Four, four as Prime Minister, three as Treasurer. Um, I was grateful to be able to serve my country in the way I did. Didn't get everything right. Nobody's perfect. Mm. Um, tried to do the best I could in, mm. in the most difficult of circumstances. And what I know when I'm now been travelling overseas and speaking what, about what Australia was able to achieve, people overseas know that Australia did an amazing job during the yeah, pandemic. Well, I know does. Australians yeah. did. And, uh, you know, we played our part in that. And, you know, I think people should sort of leave the politics alone. You know, stop trying to sledge in, in this sort of way and, and take advantage uh, of these circumstances just to, you know, continue an, an old fight. I mean, those yeah. fights are over. There was an election, you know, Labor won. Get on with it. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm. And what do you think, Albert? You think he's doing all right from from your point of view? He's not doing too bad. He hasn't made a clown Mate, of himself. I'm not going to get into it. I'm just, oh. I'll leave that to Peter Dutton and all those guys. That's not my job anymore. They can, they can make those Wash things. Wash hands of that one, eh? Yeah. Hey, do you miss well, the flag on the front of the car? That's the thing I miss the most, the flag. Nah, look, I looking out that window <laughs> and seeing the flag, I'd put it on the front of the Kluger or whatever you're driving now. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll mention that to the girls. But no, I, I, I don't miss it, but... At the same time, it was a, it was a great privilege, and I'm very grateful for it. And Australians have been fantastic to me. And Gene uh, and I are really appreciative of all the supportive measures, particularly a small business. Wherever I go in the country, small businesses come up to me and Josh and say, "Thanks for saving our business." It yeah, happens to me yeah. every day. Yep, every I bet day. it does. And you know, yeah. it's worth all the other rubbish that comes your way. For sure. Um, to be able to know that you're able to ensure that. Businesses people spent their entire lives working for. They didn't lose still, it. Still have them. Yeah. And they're doing well. Yeah. Well, thank you. You've got a big day. You're in the big building down in Canberra today or you're in your no, little no, shop front? I'm here in beautiful Cronulla. Love your lucky thing. You're a yeah. lucky man. Oh, you thanks, missed, Gomer. Yeah, appreciate thanks, that. And thank my, you. My, my sharkies are doing well too, so we're looking <laughs> they up. They are. <laughs> yeah. All hey, right, I'm thanks, talking to Sharky. Bo Rollins just Bo. walked in. Hey, Bo. Bo's here, everyone. Hey, Bo. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, oh, Scomo. Oh, look, it's Sharky's yeah. reunion party almost. <laughs> well, one thing about Scomo. Hey, Scomo. How are you, buddy? Oh, hey, mate. I'm good. I've known him for a long time when he was treasurer, obviously first, and he used to come to the Sharks games. Yeah. And everyone said, oh, what was he like when he was prime minister? Exactly the same. Really? Exactly the same. Didn't I mean, he change. Had a, he had a motorcade, secret service everywhere, <laughs> but still as a person. Was Apart all, from that, very normal. Yeah, it was all, but still a, a wonderful person to everyone, Cara, me, all my friends and family, still exactly the same. Oh, that's, that. that's good to know. Yeah. Well, Matt, I hope I'll see you down there soon. Uh, yeah, I'll see you down there. Maybe. I'll see you, down there. Well, I'll see you in the finals. I'll see you in the finals. Because we're certainly going to the finals. Yeah, it's get, great. You, do you need tickets or you can sort that out yourself? <laughs> uh, I think the Landys can probably sort me out. <laughs> oh, me still paying off, eh, the old... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Scomo. Thanks, Scomo. Thanks, guys. Uh, now, look and at you, Bo. Again on Bye, mate. Thank you. Thank you so much. Kyle and Jackie O.